The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trev. Uh Uh-oh, it's happening. It's growing. Bring it, go. And getting bigger every single day. Chop, chop. There's plenty of embarrassing to do and only a few hours to do it in. America's number one outdoor radio show. Greatest nation in the world. For over 15 years. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. That's really the, the best that we can hope for out of this. Amen, brother. Folks, America has changed. We are once a strong and proud people built on a rock-solid work ethic, independent. And, and Uncharted is meant to inspire people to, to try something new. We don't see that today because of the way the food stamp program is put onto plastic credit cards, debit cards that they swipe through the grocery store. You know, and obviously hunting would be a wonderful thing. 46 million Americans are receiving food stamps, up 14 million. So, so Uncharted is, is, is meant to show people that they're capable of, of doing that, of, of being self-sufficient, self-reliant, and, and you know, by course, self-confident. Unexplored, chasing game in uncharted territory. That was scary. Yes. That was so good. Are you here? Yeah, I'm uh, here. You were just quiet. Were you just amazed by how great that was? Yeah, I'm in awe. She's in wonderment right now. Yep. No, actually, uh, she wanted to say. Uh. The U.S. offers endless hunting opportunities. Be nice, Jimbo, across the country. But some of the best hunting territory goes untouched because it is difficult to reach. That is true. So on today's show, we are exploring... The backcountry. All 50 states. Yes. Best place to do hunt. Mrs. Bunny, you are here. I'm here, guys. You know, actually, somebody told me... What's that? Uh, you white folk. You can't. White folks? <laughs> it was actually a white guy that said it to me. <laughs> but, dude, this is getting racist. Um, he's like, you can't survive in the back country. You know, I told him, you're right. Country folks can survive. This is the bomb. Country boy can survive. <laughs> country folks can survive. I always carry Hank Williams Jr. Songs with me. That was amazing. Uh, country boy can survive. Oh, cassette? Yeah, on cassette, of course. Yeah, yeah I, okay. I, I don't have like an MP3 player. No, he player. has an eight track. Um, I carry the boombox around. The stuff. vinyl. All right, so no, we are uh, going unexplored on today's show, chasing game in uncharted territory, just venturing off into the backwoods. You know, we're actually going to be joined by Steve West of the Adventure Series that is Saturdays 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Uh, you know, actually, we were talking right before. The show came on, and uh, here's what Steve said. Steve West. Celebrate the outdoors and our freedoms here in this country to go out and you know exercise our Second Amendment right to own a firearm and go into the woods or hike in the millions and millions of acres of public lands that we have in our country. And I think we take our, our, our I guess, our privileges for granted, and we don't use them and exercise them enough. And and that's really what I want people to do. I want people to step out of the house, get out of the house, go do something outdoors and find some adventure. 
paid for by the committee to elect Steve West for president. Yes, he's actually running as a third party independent. <laughs> and uh, is it too late to change my affiliations? <laughs> I just how do you vote, uh, Steve West? <laughs> I'm, I'm not Republican or Democrat. I'm just Steve West. Uh, then we're going to be joined by John Fink. He's the director of firearms and product management for Remington. This guy covers everything. He's going to be telling us about. if it goes bang. He covers it. That's right. He's going to be telling us about the perfect firearm to take in the remote backcountry. And then we're going to be joined by Mike Scobie of uh, Peterson's Hunting Adventures. That is Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel, plus Border to Border. Now, Mrs. Bunny, you're actually going to be doing a double parter today, right? You betcha, guys. All right, so what are you going to talk about this first one? Let's talk about the centennial of the National Park Service. A hundred years? A hundred years, guys. Mrs. Bunny, she's been around with parks for a hundred years. She's brought you by Nissan. So who are you? Who are you? The Incredible Mrs. Bunny. There's nothing we can do about it. And she's brought to you by Nissan. Uh, August 25th, mark your calendar, is the National Park Service's 100th birthday anniversary, whatever you want to say. And it celebrates the achievements of the past 100 years. Um, But really, it's all kind of about the future and kicking off a second century of stewardship for America's national parks and for communities across the nation that kind of uh, rely on these. And so um, in 1916, the National Park Service was entrusted with the care of national parks. That's when this all started. Uh Um, Over 275 million visitors go every year to national parks um, and monuments and things across the country. Um, But where it really actually started was in 1872. That's when Yellowstone National Park and the territories of Montana and Wyoming were um, deemed as a public park or pleasure ground for the benefit and enjoyment of the people. And they placed it under the exclusive control of the Secretary of the Interior. So since 1872, this is um, how long our history has been. It wasn't until 1916 the National Park Service was put in place by Woodrow Wilson to manage these new federal lands um, that were going to be a part of the Department of the Interior. Then you had the Organic Act that said that the service... Um, would promote and regulate the use of the federal areas known as the national parks. Um, There are more than 400 areas now covering more than 84 million acres in 50 states, plus the District of Columbia, American Samoa, Guam, Puerto Rico, um, Saipan, and the Virgin Islands. That's, I mean, that's Holy a cow. lot American of... American Samoa? Yeah, that's a lot of places that we have um, federal lands covered and that our National Park Service is taking care of. So how many acres? Uh, over 84 million. That we can hunt and fish on. Now, get this, though. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing to me, though. 20,000 National Park Service employees to care for America's 400 national parks. That's incredible. Only 20,000 to take care of 84 million acres or something like that. Are you serious? Yeah, so you have to know that... That is ridiculous. ...that the people of the National Park Service are working really hard to try to do their best to take care of these public lands. Well, in the 275 million visitors you said earlier visit these parks every year, they are... Traffic directors. They are. You know, they're busy. You you have the the major ones, you know, like Yellowstone National Park, but you have to, you know, you have to know that that's only one <laughs> in in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different national public lands that you can go to across the country and that you should. I mean, they're free. They're for their they're there for the public use and for their enjoyment. They're free to go to and you should frequent them. Now, I mean, we're celebrating 100 years. Mm-hmm. But are our our parks in danger of actually being sold off? 
off. It is. 70% of hunters in the West hunt on public lands that are managed by the federal government. Yeah. And there is, there's a lot of discussion about the federal government transferring those lands to the states. And um, a lot of people want to know, especially in this um, election cycle, if people who are running for presidents would support that. And there's a couple different theories. There are people who say that um, if you're a conservative, then you should support the idea that the federal government shouldn't be in the land business at all. They shouldn't have control over the land. And then you have um, Donald Trump took a position and he says he would like to keep them um, as federal lands because if they go to the state, he's afraid that if a state gets in trouble in order to sell, they would sell off land in order to um, get on the right side of their budget or um, that they would use the lands and that they would become massive um, uh, logging operations and things like that. And these lands would end up being um, reduced in both access and the value we depleted for hunting and wildlife management. Push comes to shove. They're going to chase the almighty dollar. <laughs> And yeah. they're going to sell the land away and it's going to become industrial, it's going to become agriculture, it's going to be whatever. And we're going to lose the, those pristine grounds. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, we should keep the national parks as national parks. Bingo. Wouldn't it was be, that it? Wouldn't it, <laughs> wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be sad, it. though? Wouldn't it be sad if like a private person bought Yellowstone? Can you imagine? Like yeah, old, Schwartz's Yellowstone Park. Well, yeah. no, like all of a sudden, Old Faithful like just belongs to one person. Nobody else gets to enjoy it. Me, like what a yeah, we could call shame. it George then. Exactly, what a crying <laughs> shame. No, it's it's important. You know, wouldn't know what you're missing until it's gone. I guess they'd so. rename it Bob's Blowhole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I'm actually kind of for that one. Call it the whale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're going unexplored on today's show, chasing game in uncharted territory. Come up after break. We're actually going to be joining by Steve West of uh, the Adventure Series. Make sure you watch it Saturdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Going to be such a fun show today. Yeah. All right, so big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, Nissan, Remington, Cabela's, High Mountain Seasonings, Camp Chef, and Silencer Shop. Once again, Steve West. Coming up next. Mrs. Bunny. Well, amazing. Now you're coming back, yeah? Yeah, I'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, so we'll return with Steve West right after this. Addicted to the outdoors? I'm completely addicted to it. Well, then you have to check out JimandTrav.com. It's everything about the outdoors and a ton more. Log on now and stay tuned. The revolution will return right after these messages. He's a tough-talking ex-Marine and a Hollywood icon. Harley Ermey is the gunny. You've heard the expression, when all hell breaks loose. There are lots of guns, but only one gunny. Take that! Gunny Time with Harley Ermey, an explosive new season. Wednesdays at 7.30 and 11.30 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Tune in to Gunny Time! There it is, the boat launch. The proving ground for all truck drivers. A place where reputations are made and destroyed. As you back your truck down the ramp, there's a hundred people watching. You can almost hear the voices in their heads. He's going to mess this up, isn't he? His angle's way off. Pass the popcorn. I could use a good laugh. But you're not here to amuse them. You're driving a Nissan Titan XD. The Hill Start Assist helps keep the truck from rolling backward. And the Around View Monitor has built-in trailer guides, so your aim will never be less than true. And that sound you hear as the boat hits the water? That's not laughter. 
That's the silent admiration of the crowd. The Nissan Titan XD with available Cummins Diesel. Take on every duty. The Cummins Diesel and Hill Start Assist are available options. AVM is a parking aid. May not detect every object. Towing capability varies by configuration. See owner's manual and towing guide for proper use. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. This week, the boys are heading to unexplored territories. Now, here's Jim and Trav. Hey, we're back. I just wanted to say happy birthday to you. National Parks! That's it. Right? That's it. Hey, before the break, we heard from from Miss Bunny talking about the National Parks 100th anniversary. Yeah, she was in here running her mouth, (laughs) stuff like that. So we're unexplored, chasing game in uncharted territory. I love it when you talk like that. So feisty, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, coming up next, we got Steve West. No, right now, Steve West from the Adventure Series. Make sure you watch it Saturday. Saturday's 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Then flip on over to Sportsman Channel and check out Steve's Outdoor Adventures. But you know, Steve, uh, you and I and Jimbo were talking during the break. Um, and fill our audience in. Why? You know, you're fixing to go to Alaska and do some brown bear hunting. But why do you head to these remote locations? Is it because you find bigger, more plentiful game? Is it because you you just no one likes you and you want to be alone? No. Um, or is it more of a spiritual aspect that you're drawn to? Why do you like to go and hunt in these uncharted areas, man? You know, I've been to places that I would like to think that nobody's either ever been before. Nobody's really been there in a long time. And sometimes we find a lot of game and sometimes we don't find any game at all. And um, Of course, maybe that's why nobody had been there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, or, or you find a Snickers uh, wrapper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But for me, you know, you hit the nail right on the head. It, you know, for me, it's more spiritual and, and uh, to be able to go someplace and stand on the frozen Arctic, you know, and or in the backcountry of British Columbia or Alaska or the Yukon, someplace that's way off the, the map, that does more for me than actually finding the game. But, uh, but yeah, sometimes we find a lot of game and sometimes we find great big game. Well, you know, I, I was up there, took a nice brown bear. I flew into Port Hyden, which is out the Alaska Peninsula, and then we flew over in a little uh, a Super Cub and, uh, and landed in hunted on the Pacific side, and it was, I mean, really, really desolate there, and not uh, not a lot of big trees, you know, that you could climb in if you had to, and so you have to be a little more cautious when you go into those areas, don't you? We do. You know, we take all the standard precautions. We carry good equipment, the right gear, so that if we get stranded down there for a while, it's not a big deal. Um, if we get into a really bad situation, we've got our dorm in reach, we can uh, two-way communicate via text or email uh, with the outside world. We can call for help. Uh, 911 button. We've also got a satellite phone as a backup plan. But you take all of the precautions that you need to in order to come home safely. But at the same time, there are certain you know risks that are inherent with going to places like that. And I don't know. For me, that's kind of most of the fun is knowing that. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen next. Do you you have a lot of people come up to you and they, and they watch you go on these crazy? They look up when they do. I uh, tell you, of course, yeah, and they they say He's sir, like six definitely. nine or something, like Steve, yeah. sir. Um, <laughs> no, I mean let, let's face it, people watch you and you make it look so effortless. I mean, you make it look easy. It's fun. Your your, your personality it kind of masks the danger that's hiding beneath everything you're doing, and people see that and they're like, oh, I could do that. Steve makes it look like he's playing in the park 
do you find that a lot of people just aren't cut out for this? I mean, that push comes to shove, Steve. They can't take that leap. They they talk a lot of talk, but they don't walk it. Do you find that a lot in your business? You know, we actually have a handful of people that once they get there, they almost panic. They go into a panic about, really? oh, I can't call home or my iPhone doesn't work and I don't have, you know, there's no internet service out here. And, and uh, you know, and they start to climb a little bit of a hill and, you know, and they fold up and, and just call it quits or they don't find an animal in the first one or two days of a 10-day hunt and they think there's nothing there and they just need to quit. And yeah, I would say 5% of the hunters that we book don't have any business being out there. They just don't have, I don't know, call it that internal drive or, or the ability to disconnect and, and step into the wilderness. And, and, you know, and, and that's a self-discovery thing for them. I mean, that's when it happens, sometimes they own up to it and sometimes they come back and, and uh, try to pass the blame off on somebody else. But the, the reality is, is that probably 5% of our clients have no business being out there, but we would never know until they try. Well, that's true. Uh, matter of fact, uh, for me, I don't climb out of a super cub. I fall out. He falls out. <laughs> but, but graciously, <laughs> yeah, Steve, yeah. he looks amazing. Looks, It's a swan dive. Two and a half in with a twist. <laughs> All right, Steve West, the Adventure <laughs> Series, Saturdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, you know, I hate to say it because I don't believe in machoism. I think it is stupid. But we have become pansies. I mean, uh, us Americans, let's face it, when we double our carb intake for the day, it's like, oh, I'm walking the tight wire here, you know? Um, Is that kind of, you want people to live vicariously through you. And you know what? They do. You can't sit there and think that everybody, and you don't, that everybody's going to like, oh, we're going to go off to Alaska, Canada, Africa, wherever it may be, and we're going to do these hunts. But you're trying to inspire them in some way, that there is a life out there, that the West is still alive, that there is adventure to be found, but everybody's idea of adventure is different. Is that all your ultimate goal, to just kick America's ass and, and get people moving again? Yeah, we really wanted to redefine what reality television was. Yeah. You know, what we do is 100% real. There's there's no scripts involved. And, you know, and I'd love to throw some props out to one of our fellow Outdoor Channel producers, Jim Shockey, because I'll be honest with you, Jim inspires me when, you know, when he goes to these places in Uncharted, his program. And so we, we're trying to, I guess, continue that tradition of bringing true adventure hunting television to the Outdoor Channel viewers and share our experiences with them in what we really think is reality television, true reality television, because we're going to show it exactly the way it happened every single time. And, yeah, I'm an adrenaline junkie. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Steve West, and, of course, he has the uh, the Adventure Series. Uh, it's on Outdoor Channel, I think, 9 o'clock on Saturday nights. That's right. Saturday's 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Also, Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel. Make sure you tune into that as well. Now, Mr. Steve, got to get to a break to find out more about you. Book Follow trip. your crazy adventures. Book a trip, social media, all that good stuff. Where can we find you online, man? You can find us at stevesoutdooradventures.com or Facebook, Steve's Outdoor Adventures. We've got a large following and everybody gets to keep up to date with us even while we're in the field. Yeah, actually on my tombstone, it's going to read, he tried to be like Steve West. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> Failed, but Failed. tried. Miser All right, so one more time, Steve West of the Adventure Series, Saturdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, and Steve's Outdoor Adventures on Sportsman Channel. Big shout-out, though, to Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Got to get to a break. Mr. Steve, you are so awesome. God bless you, and stay safe out there, buddy. You guys, too. Take care and have a great day. You bet. Well, hey, coming up next 
is John Fink with Brunnington. I think he's coming up next. You right? think? Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he's the director of firearms and product management for Remington. We're going to be talking about the uh, Model 700 and probably the... A 783 and 7. Yeah. And, and, you know, and a lot of stuff. A lot of savants. Lucky number I seven. I think he owns Remington. Yeah, John Fink, he is coming up next. Right after this. Don't go anywhere. Before Facebook, before Twitter, before the internet, there was Jim and Trev. This just in, Edison invents the light bulb. Well, not that far back. 15 years of broadcasting excellence. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Stay tuned. The boys will be right back. It's been said that the history of weapons is indeed the history of the world. It's simple elegance. It's a gun that just runs. Join host Joe Montaigne as he explores the legends and folklore behind some of the most iconic weapons in the world. From classic military and civilian firearms to rare and exotic oddities, Gun Stories season premiere, Wednesday, July 13th at 11 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Having trouble deciding what jerky flavors you like best? High Mountain Seasonings now offers three different variety packs for you to choose from, so you're sure to find the flavor you're looking for. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com today for more on our variety packs. That's HIMTNJerky.com. All right, listen up, boys and girls. With 41F coming up just around the corner, not too far off, Jimbo. No. Silencer Shop is still the place to go to find over 3,000 silencers who receive the best customer service and handling of all purchases. And paperwork. You know, Trav, a few of the mini suppressors offered include the Sig Sauer SRD556, the YHM Fam 3500, which is a stainless steel and quick disconnect silencer that includes the half by 28 flash hider. Oh, she's a sweetie. All right, then you gotta check out the Radical RF772, which was just released this year in Jimbo, and I think that you'll be more than pleased with its performance and price. Oh, yeah. But finally, the all new Gemtech GM22. Yeah, for 22s and 17 HMRs. She's a Dark Horse! It's nasty. That's true versatility. Yeah. All right, so check out all the silencers we just mentioned, plus 3,000 more at silencershop.com. That's silencershop.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, brought to you by Remington, Nissan, Silencer Shop, and Cabela's. Now, let's get back to the boys. Hey, another great message from our sponsors. Hey, we're back. And uh, before the break, we'll hear from old Steve West. And now we're going to go right into John Fink. Big Steve. <laughs> you know, I should have saved that for John. Big John. <laughs> Anyways, can I do that twice? I don't know. I think so. Uh, the Adventure Series, Saturdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus Steve's Outdoor Adventure. Steve's such a great guy. We're just now being joined, though. John Fink. John Fink, he is the Director of Firearms and Product Management for Remington. He is... Is my bestie. We Snapchat all the time. <laughs> uh, anyways, John, how's it going, dude? It's wonderful. Happy to be with you here today and uh, talk about some rifles for the backcountry. Yeah, and you know, we, we've talked with a lot of people so far today that love to hunt the backcountry, but you know, if you get out there, uh, you want to lighten up as much as possible. What, what does Remington have that uh, we could get in the backcountry and hunt with and not uh, need to have a gun bearer? Yeah, you know, for lightweight offerings, there's really two things really to look at in the line. We have our Model 700 Mountain Rifle, which, you know, those are long-action cartridges. So your 270, .280, .30-06 family of cartridges. Um, you know, that's a rifle that's in a Bell & Carlson stock, stainless steel, barreled action in it, but it's our thinnest 
lightest weight barrel contour. So you've got a rifle that's going to be six and a half pounds, still, you know, very light for being portable to be able to get into the back country, but still not so light that it's going to be uncomfortable to shoot. So, you know, you've got that option. Then another great one that, you know, a lot of people overlook for backcountry hunting is our Model 7 family of rifles. And the Model 7s, you know, are based around short action cartridge, but it's really a designated action that's optimized around short action cartridges. It's almost five-eighths of an inch shorter than a Model 700 short action. You can get that in, you know, the original carbine version that was introduced in 1983 with an 18-and-a-half-inch barrel on it. But we also have a stainless synthetic and then a blute synthetic, both with 20-inch barrels. But, you know, there you, you are somewhat limited to short-action cartridges, but you have some great hunting cartridges there in 260, 7mm-08, and .308. So you've got a cartridge that could do just about anything you'd want to do from a hunting standpoint in the backcountry. Mm-hmm. We're talking with uh, John Fink. He's the Director of Firearms and Product Management for Remington. You need to hop on uh, Remington.com, and you can find everything we are talking about right now. You can get his um, whole number. And find out what he likes for breakfast, maybe show up, <laughs> maybe wine and dine him with some bagels, maybe. Um, now, let's say we're hunting Alaska, and you're going to face, I think, every single element. It can be rain, snow, whatever, and, and, that, and that's in July. Yeah. Um, but no, you're I right. mean, Tough conditions, Mr. John. Do you have a preference or maybe um, a suggestion? Should we go with traditional wood, perhaps synthetic? Does it even matter what the finish is anymore? Can it affect us whatsoever? What's your take on that? It it absolutely affects what my choice is. Really? Alaska, British Columbia, anywhere where you're talking tough weather conditions. Um, you know, and there you definitely want to stay away from wood. Seriously. Um, you know, I had a great opportunity last August and September to do an interior grizzly bear hunt in Alaska. Uh-huh. Um, debuting one of our new rifles there and really giving it, you know, an eight day field test in our model 700 AWR American wilderness rifle. Shot that in a 338 Remington Ultra Mag on this hunt, but that starts off with an epoxy fiberglass. A pillar bedded stock, mm. have a stainless steel barreled action in it that's Ooh. completely free floated. And we, we come on top of the, the 416 stainless steel with a black Cerakote finish. Mm-hmm. So that will protect the stainless even further from any corrosion or rust. You know, the stainless steel that's used in gun making typically is a 416 series stainless steel. Uh-huh. It has a very small percentage of carbon steel in it. So if it's left unprotected, that small percentage, and that small percentage is less than 1%. Typically, I think, can run a max of about a quarter percent carbon in there. But that unprotected carbon steel that's part of the, the molecular makeup will rust. So we come on top of that with Cerakote and completely protect that 416 stainless steel, dropping it into that stock. And there you're still, you're not talking a terribly heavy rifle. You're looking at, depending on the, the cartridge between you know, 7.3 and 7.5 pounds is what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, pretty light. So it is pretty light. And, you know, talking about cartridges there, anytime I go to Alaska, British Columbia, or someplace where I have the opportunity or, or the potential of running into 
a dangerous bear. Mm-hmm. I love the 338 Ultra Mag as my cartridge. Now, oh, really? obviously, this last trip, you know, was specifically hunting grizzly bears, so that was that was my first choice. I mean, it's a fast 33 caliber, um, you know, shooting a, a 250 grain bullet. But you've got great stopping power there and tremendous accuracy. Yeah. Now, um, Remington's always coming up with new products. And one of the new products you have this year is that Model 783. The 783 is a fantastic rifle. I mean, from day one, that was a rifle that we designed to be two things. One, manufacturable to help us hold costs down to make it affordable just about to any shooter out there. But two, it had to be accurate. And everything that we did to the 783, I mean, from day one, was centered around accuracy. So every chambering, you know, regardless of what it is, we go with our Magnum Contour barrel on that, which is our heaviest sporter weight. So barrel, so that gives us tremendous rigidity on that barrel for accuracy. We're tying that to a round cylindrical receiver that we're not shaving any metal off of other than a minimum size ejection port. And then a, a slot for the, the all steel detachable magazine box to feed it, but tying it together then with a, a barrel nut system, which was a first for Remington. But what that allows us to do is hold headspace to an absolute minimum, which is a key contributor to accuracy. And they're rifles that are affordable, yet they shoot lights out. And that's one that I could, you know, certainly recommend carrying and hunting just about anywhere. Uh, you have everything from your 22 center fires, 223, 22-250, right up through 7 rim mag and 300 wind mag available. All right, so John Feek, one more time, Director of Firearms and Product Management for Remington. Hop on Remington.com. Big shout-out to Remington, Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and Nissan. Mr. John, you're awesome, buddy. God bless you. Yep. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Mike Scobie. He's the editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine. That's right. Make sure you watch Peterson's Hunting Adventures Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel Plus Border to Border. He is coming up next as we talk more about backcountry hunting. Apples and oranges will return right after this. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Sometimes we exaggerate how great we are. So, we are so awesome! We're the greatest! Dude, we are amazing. We're incredible. When I die, I want to come back as us. To make us feel better about ourselves, don't move. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue. We invented being awesome! Next. Nick loves a good road trip. We're going down to Mexico. And Nick loves to hunt. That's the most redneck fun I've had in a while. Nick's Wild Ride, an all-new original series. I love this job. Fridays at 7.30 Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. 
It's America's favorite pistol, remastered by Remington. The model 1911 R1, perfected for smooth cycling and peak shootability. In several models spanning every application, from concealed carry to competition, pair it with Remington Ultimate Defense Ammo for absolute surety against any threat, and our squeegee for effortless cleanup. This is the time of year to get out and cook out. So make your next meal sizzle with Camp Chef, the brand known for quality outdoor cooking equipment. To eat like a king on your next adventure, go to CampChef.com or visit your local sporting goods store and get cooking. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. The Revolution with Jim and Trev, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Now, let's get back to the boys and hunting from the backcountry. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we're here from old John Fink. I call him Rat Fink, but uh, nevertheless, he's a great guy. Ed Roth. It, it, yeah, and knows, Roth. A, knows a whole lot. He's got a rat tattooed on his <laughs> yeah. chest. I, you know, I really like the sound of that new 783. Yeah, he's the director of firearms and product management there at uh, Remington. Uh-huh. Great guy, knows a lot of stuff. But our next guest, we love this guy, Mike Scoby. <laughs> Scoby, 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 where are you? Mike Scoby's on the revolution right now. <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> all right, so make sure you watch Mike Scobie on Peterson's Hunting Adventures. And it is Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel Plus Border to Border. And he's the editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine. Mike, it's awesome to have you on. But, dude, I, I want to ask you a question. We're going to jump right into it. Uh, you know, we talked to so many uh, hunters and anglers, and they're always talking about going on these fabulous adventures. They've got to they've got to go abroad. They've got to go search of uh, of adventures. We like and Africa. They, and they think it's overseas. But I'm going to tell you what, you can get just as lost and just as dead in the backcountry of Colorado as you can in, let's say, Canada or Africa, New Zealand. Man, adventure is alive here in America, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, America's unique in the sense that we have so much public property, and you forget about that. You know, if you're living east of the Mississippi, you know, you might have state game lands, you might have some public hunting areas, but when you get out west, Colorado, and then farther west, it's millions and millions of acres of public land. I mean, Montana, my home state, is like 34, 36 million acres, multiple wilderness areas. Wow. And you can get lost for days in that country. Yeah. Now, you have actually hunted all over the world. I've followed you in various uh, things through Peterson's Hunting World, which you're the editor of. But the uh, the fact of the matter is, don't you have some of the greatest adventures right there in Montana, your home state? You get back in the Bob Marshall Wilderness area. I mean, you're lost. No, absolutely. No, it's. I think the adventure is probably, you know, I've hunted Africa. I just got back from a three-week do-it-yourself hunt in New Zealand and all over Europe and Asia. And But still, North America hunting has got wild, wild stuff. I mean, whether it's wolves, grizzly bears, mountain lions, just horrible weather that you may get stuck in a backcountry area. Even in the lower 48 is a very real possibility. So the adventure is live and well, for sure. Yeah, talk with a Mike Scovey. Make sure you watch Peterson's Hunting Adventures Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel, plus a Border to Border. Now, you know, do you think a lot of people tend to not venture deep into the woods because they're unsure of themselves as outdoorsmen, as orienteering outdoors women? You know, they kind of that what if, you know, you don't take the plunge because you're afraid of what could possibly happen. Get stranded, run into some encounter, maybe with a bear, mountain lion. Mike Scobie. Yeah, Mike Scobie's out there on his bike. Um <laughs> But no, do you find that people like to, especially when it comes to hunting, stay within their comfort zones? I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's a couple limiting factors. I bet 90% of the people, that's just a wild guess from my observation. By no means is it 
factually correct, but it seems like the vast majority of people stay within a mile of a road. Uh, and some of that is fear of getting lost, some of it's fear of an encounter with whether it's a grizzly in Montana or mountain lion, whatever it may be. But also, there's an ethical question, especially bow hunting early season elk out here. Some guys will talk about wanting to go in four, five, six miles. And while you can easily do that on foot and get back in there, if you kill an elk back in that country and yeah. it's 85 degrees in September, trying to get that elk out of that country, it becomes an unethical thing. You know, you're probably going to lose meat to spoilage and you shouldn't do it. So it depends on the season. You know, it depends on the time you're hunting, where you're hunting, and what you're hunting for. If you're going in for deer and it's November, it's cold, and you can make multiple trips in and out, yeah, you'll see guys going in deeper. But when it comes to bow hunting, unless you've got livestock and means to get an animal out of that back country quickly, it does become tough. Yeah. Now, when you're when you're back there in the in the in the back country, uh, do you tend to pack lighter? And I'm talking about is your rifle kind of a mountain style rifle where it's you know maybe six and a half seven pounds versus the nine to thirteen pound rifle? Do you do that, or are you just a tough guy? No, I'm a miser about weight. I mean, I use a, <laughs> an MG Arms or a Kimber, which are both sub five pound rifles. Um, Kuyu pack, which is, you know, a lightweight carbon frame pack, uh, freeze dried food, minimalistic. It usually don't even bring a sleeping bag or a tent. I'll bring just a, you know, a rainproof rain fly that I'll string between two trees and oh, a wow. down kind of a blanket essentially. So you can put your mat down on the ground, your inflatable mat, you sleep on that in your clothes and then just put a down comforter essentially over you. But you can get your whole pack, at least I can, down to about 18 pounds total for a multi-day, you know, up to three-day type trip plus your rifle. So you're still at 25 pounds. Yeah, talk with a Mike Scobie, Peterson's Hunting Adventures Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Sportsman Channel plus Border to Border and he is the editor of uh, Peterson's Hunting World. Now, throughout all of your, your many exciting travels hunting, have you ever been in a situation, Mike, that was less than desirable? You, you even thought yourself like, what the hell have I gotten myself into? Why am I here? I'm a bit homesick. Let's get out of this situation. Have you ever found yourself to be in that, in that type of, uh, uh, situation, buddy? Dozens, dozens of times. Really? Sure. I mean, uh, so yeah, I mean, even <clears throat> just, you know, I live out here in Western Montana. We were hunting elk last year, my wife and I, and we'd walked into an area 20 miles from Missoula. I mean, a relatively, you know, populated area, a lot of hiking trails and we're coming out after dark and, you know, all of a sudden see the form of a bear on the trail in front of me. Oh, and I first thought it was a big black bear. Uh, even though there are grizzlies in Syria, just, you know, not common. I hollered at it just so it knew we were there and it turned and came right after us. Oh. Right on the trail. Turned out to be a grizzly and oh. we had the pepper spray out. All we had was two bows and pepper spray and he veered off at last moment and charged up the hill next to us, wolfing and popping his teeth. Oh. And we walked out the rest of the way in the dark with pepper spray in our hands and headlights on and I called a local buddy that lives in that valley. I'm like, man, you ever run into a grizzly? And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, there's one big boar in there that's really aggressive. Like, <laughs> yeah, we just ran into him. Oh, you know, I mean, crap. You can find it anywhere from Montana to, you know, Alaska to Africa. You can find danger in places you don't want to be into. Pepper spray in hand and butt cheeks clenched. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That is crazy. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Mike Scobie, and, of course, he is the editor of Peterson's Hunting Magazine. Also, he is the host of Peterson's Hunting Adventures Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern time on sportsman channel plus border to border uh, now mr mike to find out more about you online follow your social media dude where can we find that at that's where it goes uh, petersonhunting.com uh, or also our various social pages associated with wheels of field 
Uh, border to border and All righty. One last time, Mike Scobie, Peterson's Hunting Adventure Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel, plus Border to Border. Big shout out to Sportsman Channel, plus Outdoor Channel and World Fishing Network. Got to get to a break. Mr. Mike, been so awesome having you on. God bless you, buddy. Thank you very much, guys. You guys have a great day and great hunt. You bet. Hey, stick around because coming up next is Mrs. Bunny. Part two? Dose. Something like that. Yeah. In just a minute. Eyes wide. Bye. Revolution with Jim and Trav. Online at JimandTrav.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tinder. Yup, we're all over social media. And if you don't follow us, we'll hit you in the head with a frying pan. Ow! Stay tuned. The boys will continue right after these messages. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Chasing wild game in uncharted country. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Remington, Nissan, Salinger Shop, High Mountain Seasonings, and Cabela's. Now, here are the boys. Hey, before the break, it was Mike Scobie, and of course, he talked about backcountry up in Montana, of all places. I don't think he liked the Scobie-Doo comments. <laughs> or the root-root. What is root He travels the world in a van. Uh, Mike Scobie and Peterson's Hunting Adventures, Sundays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, on a Sportsman Channel. Plus, Border Border, now he's such a great guy. Miss Bunny! Hey, guys, I'm back. Bunny, Bunny, Bunny! You guys are so great! Bunny! She is back and better than ever! Um, what are you going to talk about? Um, GPS maps. Hunting GPS maps. Mm, really? All right, Mrs. Bunny and her maps, they're brought to you by Nissan. Wow. 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 It's Mrs. Bunny, and she's brought to you by Nissan. We're beyond the point of, like, exploring the wild unknown. Like, if you head off into the abyss and you cross private land, you're probably going to get yourself arrested. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And so if you're going to go explore the unexplored, then you need to make sure that it's actually unexplored and not owned by somebody else, or you're not setting foot where you shouldn't be. It sounds like you just did that Peter Pepper picked a pepple thing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like Peter Pepper picked a peck of pickle peppers. Did you actually follow what she said? Because I had no clue. Well, you know, my next comment was, what? I was like, when you started talking, I just started daydreaming about Jim Shockley. Well, I'm not joking. I'm like, unexplored. Okay. Yeah. No one can be a Christopher Columbus anymore. I mean, like, there is no land that's, like, really unsettled. There is remote. You can head off into the abyss. There's remote land. But there are consequences for not, for putting your foot where you shouldn't be. And that's all there is to it. Oh, and yeah. So it's important in your set of tools, in your hunting bag when you go out, that you have 
the proper GPS maps to know where you're and at. mapping systems to know where you're actually at. Not, yeah. I mean, not only to help you not get lost, but also to help you not get yourself arrested for trespassing. And so, um, in your plethora of tools that you mm-hmm. have in your pack, you need to have some sort of mapping system. So there is a system called Onyx Maps, O-N-X Maps. Onyx? And yeah. And it allows you to find your X, wherever that is. So if it's your hiking destination, an unknown hunting spot, a sweet fishing hole, whatever you want to do on any device that you prefer. So whether it's your Garmin handheld device, uh, if it's your mobile device, your phone or a tablet, or even on your computer at home, it gives you really thorough, in-depth maps of the area where you want to hunt. Now, Mm. for those who want to do DIY hunts, who don't want to have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to have a guided hunt in, say, Colorado or Montana or any state across the country, they have these maps. You can download the maps and go in and they tell you, um, you zoom in on any area. They give you a topographical map that shows the terrain and stuff. You can plot your trails in and out of a location. You can find your way way into um, a deep spot in there. But it also shows you the landowners in each spot. So, you know, it blocks up different ones and says, you know, this is owned by um, the Davidsons and this is owned by whoever. And so that way, you know, what is public land, what is private land, and if there are um, national um, forest or whatever, um, roads, trails, um, color-coded public and private lands, topographical functionalities. Um, and then I'll help you get permission, too. Yeah, exactly. Because you'll know who the people are. Exactly. You so you can go to them and find them. But do, that, they, do they have a like a legend? Like, who owns it over there? I'm yeah. a legend. <laughs> yeah. In, in your, your own, own mind. mind. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that wasn't nice coming from yeah. you. Uh, in Kansas, somewhere like here, walk-in hunting areas, which are a big deal for people, those kinds of things are marked. Uh, water data, lakes, rivers, creeks, streams, roads, highway cities, back roads, trails. Um, it helps you discover little known or seldom hunted public land because you can get into places where, you know, there may be private land on either side, but there could be a honey hole of um, public land in between that nobody knows about. And so it can help you get back and find the lesser known places without getting yourself in trouble. Well, and people might not know this. Police will arrest you for free if you're being stupid. But like you get yourself lost in the backcountry. That rescue team comes at a very high price. Yeah. I mean, and they're going to charge you. It's like, let's say that 127 hours guy gets lost and, you know, didn't have a knife to cut his arm off. (laughs) Um If anybody would have found him, that search and rescue team, you get billed for that. Having access to um, information like this saves you money. It saves you money. It helps you get to places that other other people aren't hunting. There's a lot less pressure, but it also saves you money in the way that you're not going to get your butt lost. It tells you where you are. I was actually reading this. Uh oh. This guy got lost. Okay. Didn't couldn't find north. And so he found like a bear track and he peed in it. Right, no joke. <laughs> and they had like some type of needle or leaf, and he laid it in his oh, yeah, urine, and yeah. it pointed north. North. I don't know if the story was true, but it is true. Damn, did I start tearing up? Which <laughs> <laughs> is <just> amazing. <laughs> he did a bear track and found north, and he rescued himself. <laughs> That's what I need. Maybe my wife will love me more. That's a new show for Naked and Afraid. Would you like that, Mrs. Bunny? Yeah, I would. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. That'll lead to child number five. <laughs> um, no, but what kind of needle is that you can use? It's just a sewing needle. Anything is that that's what metal. Was? Yeah. Oh, I thought he said like a leaf or something. I didn't read the story right, obviously. <laughs> I was mixing that in gardening. <laughs> um, so, all right, so Mrs. Bunny, that's interesting. You know, I think That's why nothing comes up in your garden. <laughs> yeah, nothing grows because I pee on everything. Um... 
No, it's really interesting, and, and more people need to be prepared. You know, you got to think of those. You, you want to stay on the positive side, uh-huh. but you do have to think of those what-if moments. Well, of you get all, turned around. Of yeah. all the hundreds of dollars you spend on gear every single year, this is a worthy piece. You know, you yeah. can maybe forgo a new piece of camo or something. Uh, in order to offset the cost of a great um, GPS mapping system. And it also offers, once you're done, buying it, free updates every single time they update the software for new landowners, whatever. Maybe you can go yep. in and update it for free. It's a no, great no, and valuable. Where, where do you get it at? So, Onyx Maps. O-N-X-Maps.com. Check it out. All right, there you go. Gotta get to break. Close. This is coming up next. <laughs> Miss Bunny, you're amazing. Thank you very much. We will return right after this, but big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, Remington, Cabela's, High Mountain Seasonings, and uh, Camp Chef, Sinister Shop as well. We'll return right after this. Please. 15 years and still going strong. You guys suck! Thank you. The revolution with Jim and Trev will continue next. It's 12 below zero, 10 past midnight. You're driving your pickup through the middle of nowhere. And I mean the middle of nowhere. The road's not just unpaved, it's downright uncivilized. And cell reception is but a distant memory. You're not exactly nervous, but as you head deeper into the blank part of the map, you hear voices. What if I break down? What if my truck frame gets twisted? What if I have to walk 20 miles in the cold? Ignore those voices. You're driving a Nissan Titan XD. Its frame is tough enough to withstand the most punishing back roads, and its Cummins engine will get you through the night. So next time you're driving through the middle of nowhere, tell those voices to get lost. No, seriously. Tell them. It's not like there's anyone around to hear you. The Nissan Titan XD, with available Cummins Diesel. Take on every duty. The Cummins Diesel is an available option. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual and Towing Guide for proper use. Hunting legend Jim Shockey in a high-risk new season. That vehicle is the only way we're getting out of here. Say goodbye to civilization. Jim Shockey's Uncharted. Hope is what keeps you going. Mondays at 5.30 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Okay, bye now. Goodbye. Get out of here! This concludes another exciting episode of The Revolution with Jim and Trav. The conversation is always on at JimandTrav.com. What a great show. I learned about how to find the backcountry and how to get out of it. Being a bear track. That's it. All right, so big shout out to uh, Steve West, also John Fink, Mike Scoby, Mrs. Bunny. Great show. Thanks, guys. Yeah, hey, and we want to thank our 445 affiliate stations, or advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Maneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. That's right. This weekend get outdoors you know for go mowing the yard and take, look for bear tracks look for bear tracks and take some kids with you make sure you give them lots of liquids though <laughs> so they stay hydrated whatever you can do your stuff all right so god bless you boys and girls local news and weather is coming up next we will return next week last word miss funny see you later right after this okay <laughs> all right peace out thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit VoiceAmerica.com. the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management